What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome to What's Burning, joined by Jamal Crawford, the man, the myth. The legend. I am so happy you're back with us, sir. Welcome. Talking about yourself again in the intro. I could have said the exact uh-huh. same thing about you. Thank you. How you doing? <laughs> I don't have quite the hardware you do, but we can discuss that later. Maybe you can share one of those trophies with me, one of the six-man awards. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to get into Suns Nuggets with you right away because your longtime teammate, Chris Paul, Another groin injury. Sun's going down 0-2 in that series. Groin injuries, as we know, do not tend to be quick turnaround situations. This is a team that's already thin due to the trade that got them Kevin Durant. Their bench, Jamal, this is going to hurt you. Their bench only scored four points 
in game two. So even with Devin Booker and KD, do you see any way Phoenix comes back and wins this series? I do see them win the series, but they have to use their bench. Rachel, their bench have four more points than me and you. Like, what are we doing? You have TJ Warren over there. You have Terrence Ross over there. You have to use your depth. That's where Denver's beating them. They're not playing their top guys 40-plus minutes and having to work every single possession. I feel like also Denver has more continuity. They're doing more misdirection stuff. They're getting easier baskets. Where on Phoenix, it looks like your turn, my turn. And, and that's not best for them, in my opinion. I feel like they have misdirection as well, getting KVD and, and Devin Booker in space and then letting them attack. But we can't just have them go one-on-one every single time down the court. I mean, you're right. Booker and KD actually lead the league in postseason minutes. They're at 43 minutes a game. But is that because Monty isn't using his bench or because that bench isn't reliable enough? Like, would you go to those guys? I absolutely would. Terrence Ross is proven. TJ Warren is proven. Just a couple years ago, years ago in the bubble, TJ Warren was looking like MVP bubble guy. That's right. Like he was, he was getting <laughs> buckets. And, and I'm not saying these guys have to play 30 minutes a game, but if they can get you six to eight to 10 points, in an eight to 10 point game where they can go off in burst. These guys are electric. Give them a chance and see what we have. But I would do that. And I will also change my defensive coverage. I, I think you so have you- to play some zone as well. Okay. All right. Well, so are you still picking Phoenix to win this series, even down 0-2? I'm still picking Phoenix. I, I said them or the Warriors will come out the West. I'm staying true right now. All right. That is a brave man. But you know what? That's that's how you, you got where you are. Rich, I got heart. I I took the craziest shots ever. I I had heart. I can't be scared to fail. I'm I'm still standing on what I said. I love it. I love it. I want to get back to Chris Paul, though, because he has now missed eight playoff games due to injury over his career. And look, everyone remembers those two huge games in the 2018 Western Conference Finals. The Rockets, of course, had that chance to beat Golden State. But there's a couple of seasons you played with him. He had that hamstring injury in 2015, the broken hand in 2016. Is it bad luck? Is it because he's a smaller guard and the playoffs are so physical? Why does this keep happening to CP? I'm going to say bad luck because nobody prepares like him. Like when we were in the playoffs together, he was doing every possible thing from the hyperbaric chamber to cold tubs to massages to strength and conditioning work to changing his diet, as we've seen over the last couple of years. He's done every possible thing you could do to take care of himself and prepare himself because of his love for the game, because of what he's chasing. And to see him get injured at these moments, in these times, uh, it's disheartening as a basketball fan because out of all the players, active players playing right now, I want to see him win a ring more than anybody else because I know what he pours into it. And for him to get hurt with these fluke injuries yesterday was just a a routine rebound. And now his groin is is bothering him. So I feel bad for him. uh, and, And there's nothing any of us can do but hope for the best. It's frustrating if you're someone who's followed his career closely because he's had great playoff performances. I mean, yes. he's had stellar outings in the playoffs. And I feel like people don't remember that compared to the injuries. It feels like, oh, Chris Paul's legacy is playoff disappointment, quote unquote. But he's had some amazing, mind-blowing games in the postseason. I don't know. Do you think people are going to remember that? Or do you think the injuries just overshadow all of it? I think they'll think about the injuries first because it's right here in front of us. The biggest moments, something always happens. But I'll take it back to when we beat the Spurs in 2015. The Spurs had just won the championship. Chris Hamstring goes. I have to play point guard in game seven for a large majority of the game, right? And then he comes back, hits the game, winning shot. So you just root for people like that. He's an all-time great player, an all-time great point guard, but I don't want it to be the narrative, all the biggest moments he always gets hurt. Because don't forget, when he was playing yesterday, they were up eight. 
Like yes. he didn't have the, the best stat line, but he was organizing, he was conducting, he was starting to pick his spots and, and to see him get hurt like that. I thought, I thought he got hit in the, in the low area, to be honest with you. I thought he was going to walk it off. So when I heard about it growing, right. it was just hard. No, I mean, he can create his own shot in a way that not everyone on that team can. So they need him. Hopefully he'll be able to be more of himself later in the series, be able to come back. We'll have to find out. I do want to talk about the Nuggets, though, because Nikola Jokic had a monster game, 39-16-5, and the number one seed, right? A few months ago, you talked about how teams were going to run 100 pick and rolls at Jokic, but what have you seen out of him defensively? What I've seen is they, they've been two major adjustments. One is he's actually coming up higher on the pick and roll, so it's almost like a trap. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yep. And then secondly, he's actually point switching. So whatever guy's going up, he's sending another guy up there and they have athletic wings on the, on the second line with the Jeff Greens and the Aaron Gordons. He's having those guys switch out and he's guarding somebody in the corner. And what I'm noticing is when that happens, other guys aren't getting the ball to the corner to, to attack him in that way. They're just kind of saying, okay, we worked the clock. We got the ball in our best player's hands. We're just going to make a play. So it's a, it's a small but big adjustment for what Denver's doing. And he's picking them apart offensively. He doesn't even want to score 30 plus points. He's like, you know what, brother? I'll get 15 assists. I'll get 12 rebounds. I'll do what I, whatever's needed. But then in the game where his shooters were struggling, Jamal Murray struggling, you know, other guys were struggling getting going. He said, I'll take over scoring-wise. He had no emotion. He's like, whatever. I'll score. We'll win. This is what I do. I do think those little tiny strategy adjustments have made such a big difference. But if you ask him to talk about it, they asked him after the game about what he was doing differently. He goes, you know what? When I'm open, I shoot. And when I'm not, I pass the ball. That's if it was all so simple, right? Was. That's how we teach basketball. It's all so simple. If you're open, <laughs> shoot it. If you're not, pass the ball. The Joker is is playing a whole different game. Like, Rachel, if, if if we went and we all hung out and went to a bar, he could be the bartender behind the behind the bar. Like, you would never know our security outside. You would never know this guy's a two-time MVP with the way he plays. He's, he's so smart and he's so cerebral and he's so selfless. And he builds their culture, and that's why they're special. I feel like I have no knowledge at all. I'm now just speculating, but I feel like he could put away a few. I feel like in the off season, <laughs> he's yeah, yeah, he's, he, he, he's he, he, gone could, hard. he could have a good time. He could have a good time. I think but so. Just the, right. You would think MVP, most athletic guy, the yeah. strongest, the, the guy's the yeah. fastest. He's none of that, but he's playing with his mind first and he's playing with being selfless. And, and because of that, he's special. And he's, let me ask you, you've been around the league a long time. Have you seen yeah. somebody as unique at the center position? Yeah, not like that. I mean, what that's what's so great about basketball right now is that people keep stretching the game. I mean, I'm right. watching Steph Curry, and we'll get to the Warriors a little bit later in this conversation, but like I'm watching Steph Curry, and it wasn't that long ago. It was, what, 2015, so less than a decade ago, that Steph Curry completely changed basketball with those shots, right, with those three-pointers and the, how far out he was shooting and everything else. And then we have Nikola Jokic come over and change basketball with the way he plays that position. And and even in the interim where you have, you know, the unicorns come and Joel Embiid and, and guys who are starting to shoot from outside more from that center spot. I mean, I, I love the fact that this game has stretched and changed so much just in the last decade, much less as long as you've been playing. I mean, it's kind of crazy, right? It's crazy because, Rach, we were the last team at the Clippers – last Western Conference team to eliminate the Warriors. So we saw their run right. in real time. Like, we saw it right. happening. And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, seven seconds or less play like this. They play fast, but you can't right. win like that. So when he won, right. it, like, opened up everybody's mind, and they became the blueprint, right? And now a yep. guy like Joker, all these guys are, like, taking it even further. I'm glad that we're, we're open to it. I'm glad that people want to see positionless basketball. 
because it's, it's a beautiful game. And now it's, it's such a creative game that it can extend the mag- imagination and kids all around the world say, you know what? I can start shooting and turn around before it goes in. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> I just love how uh, Steve Kerr used to be like, that's a bad shot. Never mind. That's a bad never shot. Yeah. Ne- never mind. Never mind. Let me get out the way. He says Let me he back up. Doesn't say that anymore. <laughs> right. I want to move right. back to the, the East. Show. That's for sure. Celtic Sixers, James Harden tying his career playoff high 45 in a big time win. No Joel Embiid on the floor. Look, I think the week plus Philadelphia had off between this series and round one certainly helped. James had more bounce than I have seen with him in a while. And the fact that Doc Rivers likely knew the whole week Embiid wasn't playing, that gave him time to really game plan for Harden. But James went back to the Houston days, right, with his style of play, and he had to actually deliver, right? It's easy to say it, but to go do it. What did you see watching him in game one? Rach, before he even stepped on the court, the outfit, when he came with that blue (laughs) outfit and he came with that swag, I'm on record. I said, you know what? He's going to get 50. Nobody's walking in with that kind of confidence and that kind of swag and about to have a bad game. He walked in. He he put himself in that place. He put himself in Houston hard. And – what did we talk about the last conversation we had? Luca, mm-hmm. James Harden. You saw yep. some of the Luca, the in-between games. James Harden's first three shots were mid-range shots yesterday. He didn't go right to the three-line. He had 45 yep. points on only four free throws. So he played that style of game. It was a mix of Houston James Harden and, and OKC James Harden because he utilized the mid-range. They had to have a big game. He showed up and showed out. And what it really did was it said, okay, he really is just playing point guard because he's selfless to get his team involved. He can still go off and get points and get buckets. And he showed that last night and he willed them to a win. He gave them the swagger, say, you know what? Tonight, I'm going to be the best player on the court. I'm curious to see what he can deliver now that he hasn't had that big stretch of time off, because I agree. I think the way he has been playing in Philadelphia has been largely because that is his role, right? That is what Doc has asked him to do. That's the smartest thing when you're playing with Joel Embiid. Also though, we have seen him slow down. We have seen him not physically be able to be the player he was in his prime. So I'm curious to see if he does get another green light, if Embiid is out for another game, can we see it again without that chunk of time off? But I mean, look, the answer until it's no, it's yes, right? Until he shows me he can't, it's yes, because he's already done it once. I do have a question for you about the clothes, though. As someone (laughs) who was in the NBA in... Well, you were in the NBA and part of the David Stern dress code era. I mean, how do you feel that outfit would have gone over with the late commissioner? Oh, oh, there's there's no he wouldn't be able to get off the bus with that outfit. Like it, it's such a different <laughs> time. Like even in New York, when I was playing there, Isaiah, we could have a suit on, a button up, a button down slacks and everything and still not be able to get on the bus without a tie. So All to right. see that outfit, there was no possible way that would have worked. But this is the anything goes era. It got everybody's attention. Then he backed it up more importantly than anything. I, I think what it also did was two things is it bought Joel Embiid more time because now he doesn't have to rush back because they, they, they stole one. Right. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, and this is what's scary for Boston. It may have unlocked James mentally because he's right. been in this point guard role. When I played and, and I played different positions, when I was in the point guard mode, even being a scorer, I was in that mode. I was trying to get people the ball. Right. I wasn't even thinking about my own shot. They may have unlocked his scoring, which is scary for everybody, because if he can tap into that consistently, to your point, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a series. 
Well, look, he also had a little mental, it wasn't just a physical break. When you talk about his mental state, he had a little mental break over the time between rounds one and two. He was sighted in Las Vegas, Jamal. And look, a lot of people up in arms in that. Of course, Phil Jackson, as we know, let Dennis Rodman go to Vegas during the playoffs in that last dance season. And his attitude was, it's better to let Rodman blow off steam the way he wants and get in that right mental state than let it have it all build up. Uh, If you were the coach in this situation with James, would you have done the same thing? If he's going to give me 45 and a win, Rach, go to Vegas. We may send our team jet. Go have fun. I'll make sure you're safe, security. It's all good. You just come back and produce and be the pro you are and be the best player on the court. Do whatever you need to do to get your mind right. Your physical is there. He was working out after the game last night. He told he told his teammates, you know what? That's only one win. That's not enough. Go get in the locker room. Yeah. We got work to do. If that got him to this place, we're sending the jet for him. I like how you were picturing Nicole Jokic at a bar earlier because I'm sure he and Harden, it would just be the same, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever they do, they do. (laughs) They both perform at that level. Go have your fun. Oh, boy. Uh, Boston, (laughs) of course, did not help matters uh, in that game with their costly turnovers, a little shaky fourth quarter defense. The Celtics did have some good play, though. They shot close to 60%. They had 20 points off turnover, 66 points in the paint. Tatum was great, 39, 11, and 5. So given those two sides of the coin there, are you worried about Boston? I'm worried about Boston for what the reasons you said, but I'm also worried that Jalen Brown was 8 for 10 and only got 10 shots. If I'm Jalen Brown, I'm saying, you know what? I understand who Tatum is, but I understand who I am as well. We have to have balance. I think Boston is better when both those guys get 30 or both get close to 30 and then the, the others kind of fill around. Brogdon may get 18. Smart may get 12. Horford may get 14. Like, I think they're better when they're when that's the formula versus Tatum going off for almost 40 and then everybody else right. kind of down there. And Jalen Brown was 8 for 10. Like, and he played 42 minutes. Yeah. Like, he played 42 right. minutes. That's not the recipe. But they can't turn the ball over when it matters most. That was their Achilles heel last year in the finals, right? Like, we yeah. can't have that. In, in a team that is missing their best player and you're at home, there's no way that should happen. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was so close at the end. I, I don't know. I'm not going to take too much out of that game on either side, frankly, just because, I mean, you had, you had a random turnover where Tyrese Maxey stole the ball. You know, if that hadn't happened, game would have turned differently. I, there's just a bunch of stuff. If they had sent a double at James right at the end, maybe the game would have gone differently. So I, I'm, I, I'm going to reserve judgment, but I, it's not what Boston but, but wanted it, in game one. But should it have been that close though, Rach? No, like even no, with no. that, it should this should have been over, right? Like, come on, yeah. like they should have they should have handled business and should have been double figure win. They could have they could have took control of the game way before the last quarter. Yeah, and to your point, they could have forced Joel to try to come back in game two. And now, yes, you know, we'll see what happens, but he doesn't have to certainly. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. All right, let's get to the game out here in Los Angeles where I am. Uh, Lakers Warriors series. Woo. Who are you picking? Who are you picking Bay? first? Who are you picking? I don't know, man. I can't. I've been I've been trying to figure this out all day. Like I can't I can't pick one here because they both they both uh I don't know. They, they match up well against each other. You know, I think the Warriors are a more complete team now that Wiggins is back, but I you know, I don't bet against LeBron in the playoffs. I don't bet against Steph oh. in the playoffs. So really, can they both win? I <laughs> yeah, know, right? I think I think they're both going to win, but I think we're all going to win out? by seeing the greatness. I'm saying the Warriors. Just by all seeing right, the greatness. Warriors. I'm saying Warriors. And I think it could go seven. Just the fact that yes. it'll be a chess match, but the Warriors move so much. And I think that's where the Lakers struggle on defense. They're really good if, if you're playing isolation ball. They have the length. They have the size. They can pack it in. But when you have that much movement, it takes communication. It takes different people switching that may not want to switch on Curry. All those different things that cause confusion. And it's going to come down to a chess match. It's going to be LeBron and Draymond thinking. It's going to be Steph and, you know, 
AD thinking about different things or Schroeder. Like it's going to come down to a chess match. And I think that's what's going to be fun about it because they both just play young teams in the playoffs. They both won, right? They're going to be playing right. their chess matches. They're both champions. It's going to be a different feel this one and how they adjust. But I think the Warriors win. It's tough. I don't feel like I know who the Lakers are yet, even after all this time, right? Because I don't know if the team we saw against Memphis is going to be the team that we saw we see against the Warriors because Memphis had those frontline injuries. I mean, I think there was so much attention on Dylan Brooks and everything else that was going on. But the bottom line is Memphis was not at full strength in the exact place that the Lakers are the strongest. So I don't feel like we saw a real test of them in that way. And Anthony Davis is frankly a wild card to me because some nights – he is exceptional, and he played great defense that entire series, by the way. But some nights he's not that aggressive, and I don't know which one of those we're going to get in this Warriors series. When you watch AD, are you frustrated sometimes, or you just say, hey, that's how it is. You can't be 1,000% all the time. I think, to be honest with you, they have to make AD the best player. And what I mean by that is they have to publicly say, and specifically LeBron, I believe, mm-hmm. LeBron, to me, has to do what Wade did for him. When he was in Miami, oh, say, you know what? AD is the guy. We're going to go as far as he takes us. I think that will free AD mentally because I'm sure LeBron said that behind closed doors and he may have said it publicly, yeah. but maybe he needs to hear it again because you can tell when AD's playing with LeBron, he's like, I'm a little broke. I'm not going to step on his toes. LeBron's an all time great. And LeBron's like, no, AD, he's yeah. doing us <laughs> the right thing. Like, no, go. But he may have to do it a little bit more. And AD may hear it differently if he comes through in a public manner just because if AD is carrying them first to third, then LeBron can take over in the fourth quarter. Right. You don't want LeBron taking over in the first quarter and then expect him to take no. over in the fourth quarter as well. So I think AD has to be the guy for them with everybody well, else filling the- in. Yeah, I mean, this was the plan, right? When LeBron yeah. came to LA, the idea was, and then they got Anthony Davis, the idea was, hey, I'll be the guy at the beginning. And then over time, that will change. And then Anthony Davis will come up and he'll be the guy and LeBron will be the the older legend dude, right? And I kind of feel like this is the year. This is the playoffs where we have to see that happen. Can't really wait anymore. But I'm not sure any of us thought in year 20, LeBron would be still averaging 30. So I'm sure that was the plan. But AD is looking (laughs) like, well, hold on, man. What am I supposed to do when this dude is still averaging 30 points? I'm I'm naturally going to fall back. So I think that's why LeBron may need to come out. And it's not any fault of LeBron's at all. It's just for what they need, let AD be the main guy to take over. Let Austin Reeves fill in. Let D'Angelo Russell get going. And then LeBron scored throughout, but the fourth quarter, give him the basketball and let him create his magic. But I think that's when the Lakers are at their best. With Steph, I mean, there was a lot of talk after that game seven in Sacramento. Where would you put him in terms of the best point guard ever in history? Where is he rank overall in terms of players, best ever overall? Where, Where are you on all that? I would look at him as a player before I did a point guard. And what I mean by that is his responsibility isn't necessarily to just to come down and be the traditional point guard that Isaiah Thomas or Magic or Jason Kidd or those guys were doing or John Stockton. His job is to make everybody better in a different way. And he does that. Steph is so selfless. And his 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 not only his gravitational pull, his electricity, his uh, his his movement. Steph is a movement by himself. So all time great players, his 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 book is still being written. But I would say he's somewhere in the top. Without thoroughly thinking about it somewhere in the top right. 10 to 15 right now, I would say for okay. sure. And win another championship, he goes even higher, right? And he continues to eclipse. He may end somewhere really, really high, but he's still, you know, he's still got four or five years at this level. 
I was going to say, I put him safely in the top 10. I mean, I, I'm, you're right. Like you and I need, we would need to actually make the list because it always drives me crazy when people are like, oh, yeah. he's one of the top three. And it's like, well, who are you taking right. out? But, but I, I mean, the man has, is getting more rings than fingers these days. And, and he's setting records every five seconds and he literally changed the game of basketball. I mean, what, I don't know. If that's not a top All 10 his player, what is? That you're absolutely right. His story, he might be, I'm just thinking off the top. And, you know, I've seen a lot of old school guys, obviously, from the Kareem's and Magic's and Kobe's yes. and all those guys. So he may end up right there with everybody else. But right now he's still going. So it's like, yeah, all right, we'll keep going and we'll talk about it at the end of the day. But <laughs> we'll already talk. he's you know, talk about it later. But he already is top <laughs> 10 to 15. He has to be yeah. like he's yes. he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Yes. He's he's we've never seen nothing like it. Like we've never seen a player like this and be this good and this selfish. I mean. It's bananas. Uh, let's get to Miami and the Knicks series because you were in New York on Celebrity Row. I loved the people paying homage as they showed yes. to you. What that was that was energy dope. like? Rach, you can't duplicate it. I've, I've never been That's in a awesome. that feels like that, in a city that feels like that. And from, from the Ben Stillers to the Tracy Morgans to the Spikes, like all just being New Yorkers and just being fans, and they're mixing with everybody else who grew up in the Bronx or Harlem or wherever else. It's like a melting pot for everybody, and they all have the same joy. To be in that arena was magic. I was, th- I'm, I'm like literally talking to my wife, like, yo, we may have to move to New York. Like, this is crazy. Like, just the feel of it, <laughs> the feel of the city, the feel of everything mm-hmm. is totally different. You can't duplicate it. I've never seen a fan base like this ever in my life. I'm not sure you would have to pay for a meal if you move to New York. No, so no, I think no, I that think might so. be good for you. Yeah, I think I could, I think I could slide by. I could slide and give me a slice so. of pizza or something. Yeah. I'm just saying, wait, take us behind the curtain a little bit. All right. So at halftime, explain what happens at halftime where you can go in the back and, and mix with the with the other uh, famous peeps and explain, t- take everyone back behind the curtain. So I'm going to go pregame first. I'm going to go pregame okay. before I even get to the court. I'm, they take us up to this this uh, suite, right? Mm. And Latrell Sprewell's over there. Oh, Coach, mm. Coach Patino's over there. Oh, okay. There's Ben Stiller over there. Mm. Oh, okay. There's Michael <laughs> Rainey over there. Okay, there's Spike over there. Oh, Tracy Morgan's over there. Like, it's just like, and everybody's mingling. We can't wait to get downstairs to the game. We mm-hmm. get to the court before the game starts, and it's electric. Nobody's sitting down. The energy is ridiculous. Like, it feels like the whole city is just in this arena. That's what it feels like. It feels like all right. 8 million people are in just this arena. So the energy is crazy. Then they're playing well, right? Then halftime, everybody's talking about how they're playing. Everybody's, you know, like, wow, this is really going to happen. And then we all get down there after the third quarter starts. So we're a little bit late. And at, at the time, Cleveland made a run, right? So they're back in the game. Everybody's a little nervous. Right. Fast forward to the end of the game. Um, they pull it out. Brunson starts hitting big shots. They're in love with Josh Hart, by the way. Side note. Like, oh, my God. Do no wrong right now, right? So that's <laughs> fun. And I'm not bragging. I'm saying this humbly. It was worse before that, before that was rolling, because we tried to go a different way. And it was like. It was crazy. So we're like, no, we're going a different way. And we went that way. And then that's the clip everybody saw. I mean, <laughs> you were mobbed. And by the way, Josh Hart will also never need to buy another meal for himself. In New no, York he's again, not. Right? Yeah. He, I mean, he, say his name to get a meal. Like uh, that may right. be what's happening right now. <laughs> right. Uh, I, he, I, let me tell yeah. you, let, let yeah, me yeah. tell you this one part. This is how I know. There was a Crawford jersey. And somebody put a piece of tape over with Brunson. I said, oh, my gosh, this is crazy what's going on right now in New York. They're in love with their Knicks. And Jalen was absolutely killing. He deserved it. 
I love it. I love seeing him get this kind of reception. I love for that, sure. you know, they didn't make that trade for Donovan and this team went ahead and said, no, no, we're good with what we got. We're good. Um, but we're it good. will be interesting to see what happens in this heat series. Cause I was frankly pretty surprised when Jimmy got hurt toward the end of game one. Um, I thought, oh, okay, look, they've got at least five more minutes left on the clock. Miami doesn't have its best player able to move. We know that the Knicks are a physical team, and I thought they would take advantage of it. They didn't. As we sit here and recording this, we don't know quite how bad Butler's ankle injury is. We can say that we do know at the very least he's not going to be 100% going forward. So overall, what effect do you think Butler having that bum ankle is going to have on the rest of the series? A huge effect because not only offensively, defense. Jimmy's one of the few players in the league who is just as comfortable being on the mm-hmm. game-winning shot where he has to defend somebody and they have a chance or having the ball in a game-winning shot. That's very few people mm-hmm. that can do that. And I'm watching how he's guarding Jalen Brunson and how Jalen Brunson's trying to, like, get him off of him, right? So just mentally, if Jimmy can't go, a guy like Jalen Brunson, like, ooh, Jimmy's not there. I ain't got to worry about that. Cool. I got the freedom to do what I need to do. And it may give him confidence and give his team confidence. So if, if Jimmy can go, honestly, I think I will play him this game just to try to make sure I get a 2-0 lead and then rest him. Because now you really have them, you know, where you want them. But if you play around and they get one, they only got to come to Miami with you getting, you know, getting the one to get home court advantage back. So if he can go, or maybe we play the game like this, right? Maybe we say, you know what, Jimmy, we're not going to tell them. You may play today, you may not, but you'll be in uniform. Put in your mind, you'll play, but you may not play a second. But just to mess with them, if we need you for that one possession, we'll put you out there. If you're Tibbs, what do you tell your guys, especially a younger guy like Brunson, about going against an injured player? Because again, you know, we, we don't know how bad it's is with Jimmy right now, but and we might not know really. He might be out there from game to game and it might be up and down. What do you tell the Knicks players about going at him? Because they didn't do it at the end of game one. So what do you tell them to make them more aggressive? Well, I'm if I'm I know Tibbs, I play for him and I know him, he's gonna say attack him, go at him, make him work, get him tired. Try to, you know, wear him down. That's exactly what Tibbs is telling him. And and also knowing Tibbs, nobody's watched more tape since that game. So I'm sure he's looking at yeah. all those things and saying, you know what? <laughs> Jimmy was kind of hanging out the last five minutes. If he plays, we're going right at him. We're going to put him in every action. We're going to make sure he's involved in every play just to wear him down. So I believe that's what's going to be the Knicks approach. No matter who he's guarding, somebody run up in a pick and roll, somebody run around, make him chase, mm-hmm. make him put some wear and tear on that body. By the way, I want to give a little shout out to Kyle Lowry because I know fans were killing him throughout the regular season, but he's shown again in the playoffs. And by the way, he did this last year. He is solid for them. The experience he has, the savvy he has. And, and look, 10 points a game on 40% from three. He he just kind of contributes every night. As a guy who provided that experience later in your career, I, I can't even speak. You tell me how important that is, is that, especially on a team where you're in situations that are new to some players every minute. Rach, don't, don't bets matter? Doesn't the mid-range matter? Like all the things <laughs> that right. frown on the regular season, these things come to show themselves at the most important time. Kyle Lowry's a champion. He's a winner. He's not rattled. He's always mm-hmm. ready for the big moment. He's cerebral, so he knows how to, to, to make the play or, or the angle that play should happen or take the charge or whatever it takes to win. He has that, that grit and that gristle. Side note, isn't it amazing how many Villanova stars are, are, are showing up in the playoffs? Like <laughs> yep. the winners they have with Harden, yep. Brunson, and, and Mikael Bridges early, and, and obviously Kalo. Like these guys are, are winners. And he's a winner, and you want people like that in your program. So, no, they may not get 25 a game in the regular season. But when it matters between winning and losing, that's what they do best, and you want guys like that on your side. 
I feel, just feel like even though he's an NBA champion, he's still underrated. I, I just For think he sure. does all those little things on the court. And I'm, I liked seeing him shine at this time of year because people notice. They're like, oh, yeah, right. Kyle Lowry. Oh, yeah. Kyle Lowry show. is great. That's right. Oh, he's right. a champion. Oh, right. That's really important. Uh, let's get to our legendary moments. Top shot. The most legendary moments of the 2023 NBA playoffs live forever as collectibles on NBA Top Shot. Steph's 50-point game. Jimmy's huge shots against Milwaukee. All of it. Now, as the playoffs continue, the best highlights from each round are available as limited edition video collectibles. And you can start that collection today with the new NBA Top Shot app or by heading to nbatopshot.com. So, Jamal, we're looking at this second round. Which player, I just named from the last round, right? We had Steph and Jimmy. Which player do you think, do you predict, will have a signature moment of the conference semis? Steph Curry, for sure. And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying this with Jimmy being my MVP of the first round. But right, right now, with him being a little banged up, he could have a Willis Reed moment where he doesn't play That's all true. game and comes in and does something special. <laughs> but Steph Curry, I feel like he's going to have one of those moments where he's just, he cements his history he cements his legacy it's already cemented but he just takes it up another level and the biggest moments Steph Curry always shines the brightest he always shines the brightest and I know for a fact LeBron's going to have moments right but yeah. Steph Curry at some point is going to have that moment where we all run down the street like we were, were kids or run out where we're at like he just did <laughs> this I can't believe it. he just shot from half court for a game winner he's going to do right. something that's going to be crazy that's Steph Curry no, if, if he drops like a dozen threes in a game, 40 plus to beat the yes. Lakers with LeBron James, I mean, I, that's that's going to be your signature moment. I don't, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, start your NBA Top Shot collection today at NBATopshot.com. You can get closer than ever to the game and the players you love. Sign up today. Let's get to On the Radar, presented by DraftKings, the only sports book you need this postseason. Let's look at Wednesday night's game. Celtics, nine-point favorites over the Sixers in game two. Nine-point favorites, Jamal. That's huge, right, Rach? They like, they ain't got a chance. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's big. That's <laughs> big. I, I, just I, I agree, though. I agree, though. I, I believe do. Boston will make some corrections. Yeah, they, they shooting 66% for a stretch and, and losing the game, getting that many mm-hmm. points in the paint, like, they got to make the adjustments. I, I think they'll watch film. They'll be honest with each other. They were here last year, uh, mm-hmm. obviously going to the finals and making the adjustments. They're going to win game two. This is in Boston. It's going to burn. They're going to involve Jalen Brown some more. They're, they're not going to turn the ball over. They'll win the game, game two. You take the over in that one? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, right. it, they'll blow it out. They're, they're going to have to pull right. it hard now early in that one, for sure. All right. All right. All right. And Friday's action, you've got the Suns four-point favorites against the Nuggets. We don't know about CP3, but it is a must-win for the Suns. You're picking Phoenix to win the series still, so I assume that you're you're good with that. You you like the Suns being favored in that one? Yeah, I like the Suns being favored. I, I think Monty's going to absolutely use his bench more. I think he'll do a little bit more misdirection, and I think he'll give them a different look defensively. We've proven that you cannot guard them man-to-man. They're picking you apart. Yeah. You have to throw yeah. a zone at them. Doc put a zone last night against Boston. You have to throw a yeah. zone at Denver to absolutely mess up their rhythm. They're, they're connected. So if Joker gets it, somebody cuts, somebody else cuts handoff. They're, it's like ABC in some ways. Joker's, you know, making the main play. At least in a zone, you could dictate yeah. who you want to shoot the ball with them having to come through the middle. So I believe uh, they'll make the proper adjustments and get those wins. Well, look, I may die on this hill, but I still think that Kevin Durant is going to give us a 40-point-plus playoff game coming up. I think he's too good not to. And, and he had a bad shooting night the other night. But, I mean, I just – I. He's Kevin Durant, and he plays. He's, he's Kevin Durant, still, but what will the, help him? Yes, hmm. but what will help him? He has to get some misdirection. 
Like it yeah. looked like how it looked last year when Brooklyn played Boston, where he had to go one on one every single possession for four quarters and four games. Like let's get some misdirection like we had when he first came to the team. Remember how easy yeah. it was? He was scoring yes. easy. Booker was scoring. Everybody's touching it. They're attacking. Yep. They need to get back to that for me. But uh, we'll see. And obviously, Chris Paul's health status will be an issue game to game in that series. Yeah, little news, the Athletic reporting that, quote, the Memphis Grizzlies have informed pending unrestricted free agent Dylan Brooks he will not be brought back under any circumstances. So that's huge. According to the Athletic sources, Memphis and Brooks discussed in the exit interview meetings that this is what would be best for both sides to have a fresh start. I mean, Jamal, was this just inevitable at this point? So let me ask you this, Rach. Are they yeah. basically saying, Dylan Brooks, you're the reason why we lost. You're the reason why we lost. We have to get away from you. You ruined everything we built this whole year. Are they saying that before I answer? I mean, I don't th- look, I-, I think that they have been looking to move on from Dylan Brooks in different ways at different points over the last year or two. I mean, they've certainly they tried to make that trade for Mikhail Bridges that would have made uh, Dylan not as much part of their plan going forward. I-, I think that they knew that this maybe wasn't the best fit for them long term, either culture wise or uh, on the on the court. But it didn't help. I mean, I want to list for you things he did in this series. He called LeBron old. He called him tired. <laughs> He punched LeBron in the groin in game three, which got him ejected. He missed two key defensive assignments in that pivotal game four that pretty much won that game for the Lakers. Um, Meanwhile, on the offensive end, he was frequently left open by L.A., couldn't make them pay. And remember, this is all after last season where he was suspended during the playoffs for punching Gary Payton II in the head. Oh, I forgot about that. So, Rach, Mm -hmm. I, I think Dylan Brooks had a chance to be the villain and own the villain. And I yeah. think if he had, if it had worked out in his favor, he would have made a boatload of money. Like, I just feel like teams have been like, you know what? We need that guy on our team to help with culture and, and be that irritant to the best players. And it works in his favor and it works in the team's favor. It went the complete opposite way. So now people are going to say, oh, we can't bring you in. You have to leave. We're not bringing you back under any circumstances. So he had a chance to be the villain and own it. He became the villain and then didn't own it and then didn't talk to the media. And that right there is what turned people off. Well, I mean, that's the thing about owning it, right? I mean, if he had sort of handled himself differently, I don't yeah. know how other teams are going to view him now. Where do you see him ending up after this? Because he will play next season. Yeah, he'll play next season, but it, it'll just be a struggle. It'll take a specific team that needs a very specific thing, and it'll be a, a probably a shorter relationship between the two to say, you know what, you kind of have to prove it here now that – you can fit into what we're doing because this last year, this last playoffs, I should say, has been a disaster. And for him, you know, going forward, if you're going to do something like that, you got to stand on that. And he didn't really stay on that here. I feel like this was a good example of how hard it is to really play that villain role well in the NBA, right? I mean, we see the guys who do it and pull it off, but it's tough. To, it's a balance, right? You have to know who to target when, when to run your mouth, when not to. You have to be able to back it up and you have to be comfortable playing that way. And not everybody is. I mean, who was the best sort of villain while you were playing, you feel like? I think Draymond Green was a great villain. Uh, I mm-hmm. feel like Kevin Garnett was a great villain to some. Yeah. I loved him. He's one of my favorites ever. But those type of guys. And, and to yeah. Dylan, he he went against not only all-time great player. We know LeBron where he is all time. But he went against an all-time fan favorite. Like, so right. he's going against a whole different beast. Like, so you got to do that and then back it up. You can't do that. And then, you know what, you're playing against this all-time great and and not 
not not show up. That was just he didn't show up on or off the court. Like that was disheartening. Cause I was like, oh, it's about to get real. Like, okay, you you're really going with this. You're saying this man is this, yeah. this, and the third. You're about to really go at it. And it just it, it was disappointing. Well, look, I don't think you can say to someone, hey, I don't respect him until he gives me 40 if the him in question is the all-time leading scorer in NBA history because he's given 40 a lot. I mean, that's just happened a lot, so you can't really 40 say, oh, doesn't excite him anymore, right? 40 is like, he's like 40. <laughs> I got 40,000. What are you talking about? 40? Exactly. Get out of here. Jamal Crawford, thank you so much. Everyone out there, What's Burning is available every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. We'll see you soon, sir. See, appreciate it. Thanks, Rach. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.